if you take supplements, understand where your supplements come from. Where is it actually derived from? A lot of supplements are synthetically made. I really believe the absorption rate and it's so much healthier for you if supplements are actually food derived. So that is just something to really pay attention to when you buy supplements. And if they don't mention anything, it's most likely not food derived. What's up and welcome to the Very Best Self Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Brown. Tune in each week as I have candid conversations with inspiring humans, including athletes, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and anyone out there making waves. Get ready to leave your comfort zone behind, step into your power, and live a more purpose-driven life. I am so happy that you're here. Now let's do this. Welcome back to the Very Best Self Podcast. Today, I have Christelle on the podcast. She is the founder and creator, uh, along with her husband, of Your Superfoods and also Your Super Life, which is a brand new cookbook that has just come out. And so she has made it her mission in life uh, to teach people about kind of superfoods and how we can easily incorporate them into our lives to live more healthy and abundantly. Uh, So we kind of talk about how she kind of created the business, entrepreneurship. She's also a mom and what it's like to be in business with your husband um, while raising an eight-month-old. So she's been able to accomplish some pretty incredible things in the wellness space uh, since she started this around nine years ago. They started together. Um, And she was also, you know, on the Forbes 30 Under 30 list. And she's had quite a bit of success, Inc. Magazine Rising Star Award. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to kind of ha- dive in and and talk about all this kind of stuff today because as you know, I'm very interested in not only mindset, but really just taking care of ourselves for, from the inside out. Uh, and that includes what we eat. So let's get into it. Here we go. Welcome back to the Very Best Self Podcast. I am your host, Victoria Brown. And today I have Crystal DeGroote on the podcast. I am so excited. We are going to talk all things health related, really, but probably a little bit sprinkled in with some intuition, a lot of plant-based eating, um, and your brand new book that just came out, Your Super. Um, So many things to cover, so much to talk about. Um, I'm so excited to jump all the way in with you and and chat today. So thanks so much for being on. Thank you for having me, Victoria. I'm excited. Um, I feel we have enough to talk about. So let's see how much we can cover in a short amount of time. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, so your kind of life mission is to make plant-based eating very easy, easy, healthy. Well, it's obviously healthy, of course, but actually that's a lie because there's a lot of fake meat out there that I have a feeling is not so healthy. So we also would like to get chatting about that, but your effort is to make plant-based eating easy, healthy, delicious, and accessible by teaching uh, people, the key pillars of your super way of eating and how to tap into the natural healing power of superfoods. Yeah. Yeah. I actually always say that my personal mission is really like to improve people's health with the power of plants, right? Because obviously, um, if you really just look at the stats, there's so many people struggling with their health. And that mission really came about from a personal, really personal journey, actually, where uh, me, I grew up with eczema. So I learned from a very young age, if I eat A, I get a rash. If I don't, I don't get a rash, right? So the connection between food And, you know, my body like was right away there. Um, And then when I was 22 and my boyfriend at the time, Michael, now my husband, he was 24, he was diagnosed with cancer. 
And that was also such a, like, kind of like a huge moment for us. Um, I watched a movie during his chemo. I watched a movie Forks Over Knives. So I was like, the next day I was like, I'm plant-based. Um, for him, it was really after, which is very interesting, right? You, you go for chemo, you're cancer-free, and then suddenly, right, you're anything but healthy. You're 24. Uh, he was 24. He lost his hair. He used to be an athlete before, right? Like it was like a shell of himself. And that's kind of where I came in as like the health nut where I was like, it's like, okay, we're gonna, um, you know, do this detox. And I had this cabinet full with like a ton of superfoods. And I had an empty jar and I scooped all these things for him together. And it's like, okay, you're gonna take all these greens every day. And that was really the, you know, the the start. And we just realized that there were a lot more people like him um, who wanted to eat healthier. And, you know, we built that business, you're super um, with that to just bring, you know, superfoods and this very powerful healing ingredients to people. And the cookbook has really been the next step because what we realized in the last nine years that we built this business is that the question we got all the time was like, what are you eating? Right. Which we really summarized in your super way of eating and those pillars. Um, and how do you do it? Right. And it's, I don't have a lot of time. I'm busy. Um, we build a business. I'm a mom now. Right. But I truly believe that healthy eating doesn't have to take a ton, a ton of time. We don't all have to bake banana breads and like, and that actually can be very fast. Right. But we don't all need to spend hours and hours and soaking all our dishes and sprout everything. So I really want to just like break it down to like simple recipes that everyone can make with not a ton of ingredients but like you know with really powerful plants plants have the power to truly heal us and i i like what you said right like it's not just you know um it's not just about being vegan right it's really about eating that huge variety of you know fresh and sometimes obviously cooked as well but you know fruit and vegetables um that also just tastes delicious as well so does it does it taste delicious i think so <laughs> I mean, I definitely like vegetables. I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of vegetables. And like, luckily, you know, I was, I've been a big fan of vegetables even when I was a kid. Um, and also I think it's funny you said that because I was living in LA at the time and I too watched that documentary forks over knives. And the yeah. very next day I was like, I'm vegan now. And I went on a 30 day challenge. I think they prompt you to do that in, in, in the, uh, a documentary maybe. Um, so I did the 30 day challenge and then I kept going actually, because it felt really good. I yeah. was like, this is actually really easy. It's very clear what you can have and what you can't have. Right. It's so, um, it's so freeing. I thought, right. So, because I think, um, also where at least you know, how I grew up, like the dieting culture was so strong as well, where I think it was often about like, oh, you're not allowed to eat carbs. And it was always so restrictive and having to count calories. And, you know, I was always trying to figure out also with eczema, what can I eat and what can I not eat? And I think like going plant-based, especially like whole food plant-based, right? I was like, okay, this makes a lot of sense, right? Like I eat a ton of fruit and vegetables. You have nuts, seeds, you have grains, and I think I eat a lot more variety than I ever, you know, did before. Um, and to your point of like, does it taste good? I think you have to learn a little bit. Like the first month yeah. when I went plant-based, I think I had so many zucchinis, hummus, and roasted vegetables, like aubergine, like, you know, in the eggplants in the oven that at some point I was like, there must be more than these five dishes I'm making. And that's kind of where I just started to explore and, you know, like teach myself these new re recipes again, because we often have five to 10 recipes that we make on repeat. And what I want everyone listening to kind of challenge is like, 
like what are those for you right now? And can you like start swapping one or two out at a time and start teaching yourself those new recipes that you also really love that you can make even when you're tired? And, you know, like it's it's, it's an adjustment, but you don't have to change all 10 at once, right? Just start swapping them slowly one by one. What are your top five or like top two that you make um, like every single week? Because like in my house, we're making tacos probably once a week. And so those yeah. tacos, sometimes it's on a, you know, corn flour tortilla. But sometimes like last night I had um, like a bowl of lettuce and then right, I make, I always, maybe you'll tell me, I don't know if you know it's bad or not, but that right rice, which is like a protein based rice that's made out of chickpeas, I think. Um, so I made right, I put right rice on top of the lettuce and then, uh, ground Turkey taco meat, and then add a bunch of other things. But, um, so that's a go-to every night, every week. And then I make, um, a ground, I guess I eat a lot of ground Turkey, um, always organic at least that's probably somewhat good. Uh, but ground Turkey patties, uh, with, uh, green beans. So those are two staples in my house every month, every, every week, probably. Yeah. I may, I tend to make a lot of stir fries. So I okay, love yeah. like, and I sometimes don't even use oil. Just like, even like if you have a good pan, you can actually do stir fry and water. Um, and then with like, if I have just all the green vegetables I can find, maybe some mushrooms, maybe some tofu, and then maybe I just boil some potatoes. Right. Or what I also, also often tend to do is that I kind of in bulk make potatoes or rice or quinoa, you know, whatever I'm having as a carb. And um, just because that sometimes takes longer. So if you like make those in a bigger batch, they're very easy to kind of, oh, let me grab my leftover rice Smart. and let's throw it in my stir fry. Um, so I love to do that. And I also just love making a curry. Um, so that can be as simple as whether it's a sweet potato, whether it's uh, a pumpkin, right. And then throwing those in and whatever vegetables that I have. So what I did in the book actually is like, what are the five steps of making a curry? What are the five steps of making a stir fry? So because we're often left with this random vegetable. So you're like, oh, what do I do with them? Like, I don't know what recipe to follow. And I think I want everyone to feel empowered to write kind of just like, be creative and know that you can make so many of these things are kind of basic steps. And yes, there is a foundation to it, but you can so often mix and match different vegetables in there as well and just like figure it out. And um, it's the spices, right? That you change up. If I do my green stir fry, I often do like, you know, very simple salt, pepper, um, and then maybe a little bit tahini or something. If I go for a curry, obviously I have curry powder, um, and then I might add some extra cumin and maybe I mix it like with, a, you know, like a coconut milk. If I go more Mexican style, I have like my chili powder blend, right? Which you then can mix again with maybe whatever vegetable you feel like. Maybe it's beans, maybe it's jackfruit. So it's it's so interesting where I think if you eat plant-based, I think the spices just become even more important um, to just kind of like make it taste really good. And then the the next thing you're going to learn, I think, is the structure where you always probably want to have something that feels comforting. Right. So like obviously you have vegetables that are more watery, so don't feel as comforting. But then you have like also potatoes or, um, you know, your butternut squash or like your carbs, but then also like veggies, like an avocado that brings more of the fatty part or maybe you use right. tahini. And if you like learn how to combine those things together, it's like you're set, like you're ready to go. Yeah. It probably is. I would say not as hard as people make it out to be. It's just that you miss things. I think at first, like, like a bowl of cacio e pepe, like, I don't know. It's like, that's what I think about like pastas with like a milk. I don't know. I guess you can still make all of that. So really good is, um, so this is not in the book, this recipe, but, um, what I often make is, 
oh yeah, I'll share. I'll share it here. <laughs> She's um, exclusive. So if you do a pasta, you want to make a creamy sauce, use um, it's just gonna sound funny, blend tofu. Blend tofu with nutritional yeast. You can add some cashews, which is optional. Um, some lemon juice, garlic powder, and just blend a little bit of water, blend it up. You have like an amazing creamy, creamy sauce. And just like, you can make it as garlicky, like add more garlic or add more nutritional yeast, right? Like as much flavor as you want to give it. Oh, okay. I'm going to try this out. Yeah. So you're also a mom, a new mom. So, you know, there's a lot of, I would say myths out there because people are, don't want to be plant-based because they think, you know, all the common misconceptions that come along with being plant-based, I think probably the number one reason would be, oh, you're not going to get enough protein. That's the one you hear all of the time. Yeah. So, you know, you've obviously, you are a mom and what was it like being plant-based, you know, as you were growing another human? Um, totally fine. So let's say that first. Uh, did get some comments, right. From like some certain midwives, uh, or OBs. So decided not to work with them. Um, I think by the way, which holds true for any human being growing another human being, I think, um, a, you got pregnant, which means you're healthy. So let's just start there. You're actually healthy. Otherwise you actually wouldn't get pregnant. And then it's right. Yes. It's, you have to nourish yourself. You have to eat enough. I think that's really important. Um, for me really, I feel like I felt more and I'm always a huge thing on intuitive eating. So learning to listen to your body, right? So eat when you're hungry and like, don't eat when you're not hungry. And like, what are you craving? I was craving olives like crazy. I don't know why, like maybe I needed the fats and olives. I don't know, but I, w- I went for the olives, right? So I think that is a huge thing. Then there are, yes, there are a couple of supplements you can take. I think um, huge, they always, protein, they also always mention during pregnancy, like, oh, you need to eat enough protein. I think if you feel more comfortable with it, you can use a you know, plant-based protein powder, but they also just say, you know, eat your beans. Make sure you add some tofu to every meal. I think um, as with anything, it's like, yeah, you have to like understand how to eat. But I think that holds true for whether you're plant-based or not, right? If you want to eat healthy, you need to understand how to like build your meal and make sure you hit all the spots. Um um, couple supplements I took, uh, sometimes is B12, but B12 stores, right? So I know I'm pretty high, so I don't need it as much. Um, I think a DHA can be nice, but you can also make sure you eat a little bit more walnuts, chia seeds, right? So that's something to look out for. And then iron is really important. Um, and that's also something you get tested for actually during pregnancy. So like, that is something you can also always add. Um, and what I always want to kind of not warn, but like make people aware of it's like, also, if you take supplements, understand where your supplements come from, where is, where is it actually derives from? A lot of supplements are synthetically made. I really believe the absorption rate and it's so much healthier for you if supplements are actually food derived. Um, So that is just something to really pay attention to when you buy supplements. And if they don't mention anything, it's most likely not food derived. Um, So you have a prenatal that you like? I didn't use a prenatal. So I was oh. very much, I was very much on like, okay, I understand which ones I need. And I wanted to just like one by one, figure out where I want to get it from. Wow. I love this. You made your own concoction. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah, prenatal <laughs> cocktail. <laughs> yeah. And also like, you know, just don't assume you're low in everything. 
Right. And, you know, like do, do a panel test, like do a test. And I think that's, that's something that is worked for me again. Do you want to, if you want to take a prenatal, I'm not against it or anything. I think it's totally fine. Um, but it's, you might not need all of the stuff either. Right. That's important. Uh, so we understand what inspired you to start, uh, your super, which is, you know, your husband was ill and then sometime after going through all of the chemo, you switch up your diet and then you decided to create this book now. Um, and you have all this, this, the proteins that you sell as well. Is that right? Yeah, we um, have like, it's like different superfood powders, right? So we had like a super green mix. There's a forever beautiful mix, which is all berries. Um, we have mixes for gut health, hormone health. So it's each have five, six ingredients just from nature. We mostly look at Ayurveda, Eastern medicine, as well as like South America. So everything we do is nothing new. We just look at like a lot of the knowledge that's there. A lot of these ingredients have now also been studied more, you know, in just like regular Western studies. Um, and we combine them and that's it. We never add any stevia flavoring, anything weird. It's just nature in there. Um, and some of those ingredients are so powerful, right? Like hormone balancing. I always love talking about, because I think a lot of us need help with this, uh, as women, right. We just go for so many cycles in life, uh, whether it's, uh, PMS, whether it's menopause, right. There are natural things out there that can help you. Um, so we use ingredients like shatavari and maca to, you know, if you use it every single day a little bit, it makes a big difference. I was actually okay, just reading. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'll send board. you one. Okay, I'd love that. <laughs> because PMS is not normal, right? It's like wow, if yeah. you have severe PMS, like it, your body is trying to tell you something. And um, I think that's something to be aware of. I was just reading a customer review this morning from uh, a woman who is going through perimenopause, menopause, and her delivery was late for moon balance. And she was like, I'm having hot flashes again. Where is my package? I'm losing it over here. I was like, okay, I'm sorry, it's coming. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's something that I think is a very powerful mix. And for some women, it works wonders. For some women, it doesn't, right? So for ever, everyone's different. Your body's going to be different. And just like test it out and see if it works for you. Yeah, it's so interesting. I, you know, it's it, it's coming up more and more um, in episodes that I'm 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 recording where just talking about this imbalance, talking about you know just getting more in tune with our bodies as women. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I am just in on a personal note because just really diving into to all of it. Um, and sorry for my fellas listening to the podcast, but uh, like experimenting with things like using a menstrual cup, uh, and like just all types of different things that help with hormones. And I don't know, stuff I never thought about really before, but I'm, yeah, I don't know, kind of getting, and by the way, I think men need to hear this too, because I think they're, they need to know as well what's going on. And so one of the things actually that we did in the company is that, um, we started something called moon days. And that's basically is one day a month where female identifying employees can take a day, either they take off, they can take, um, cancel other meetings if they need to, right? Or they work maybe half a day. It's basically a day where you do what you can when you have your period. And I think that's something um, that has just been really important because we can really think about it, the workplace, but even the world we live in right? It's the workplace is so designed by men for men. And we women just like kind of just like enter the workplace. And we're like, we're just as good as you. And that kind of turned into 
we're just like you. And it's like, no, 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 we are different. We should celebrate our differences. We should accept at the minimum, right, our differences. And I think it's just so interesting because I know a lot of women are actually having their period every single month and they just go to work and they just suck it up like it's nothing. Yep. And actually, um, it has been shown that period cramps are like having a heart attack, right? It's not nothing. And most men, if they would have a heart attack, they would not sit in a workplace and pretend they're fine. Let's just be honest. So oh my God, I so think it's it's something to just break the taboo and to just really, you know, start having those conversations. We built this framework of Moon Day policy around it. Um, and it doesn't mean because the, the right away it comes like, but what if they misuse it and this and this and this and get an extra 12 extra holidays? I'm like, I'm like, no, it's not, it's not a it's not misused because if you know, like if you have good employees or high performance, they're not gonna misuse something like this. But the women, right, who really truly need it are so happy it's there. And the ones that don't need it, they're not using it. So I think it's it's just something that actually should be normal. Um it was also like very personal. I was sitting in a board meeting. I had my period. Uh, there were a ton of men. And I was just like, I know I'm not myself right now. I actually want to lay on the couch. I know I'm here, which is fine. But even just being able to say, if it would have been normal to just say, if like, hey, I have my period. I'm here. But, you know, I'm not feeling 100% myself. Why is that not normal? I want right? it to be. I want it to be. So- I want it to be too. So I was like, we need to change this. So that's something we, you know, I've been, I've been talking about actually the TED talk about it. And it's, it's something I'm passionate about. Like let's talk about periods. Let's talk about that women, right. How we're different. And in a way it's also our superpower, right? Because yes, maybe our periods, we don't feel as good, but then the weeks we're ovulating, we're, you know, so creative and we're like so fast pacing. And it's like, you know, we're just different people every single week and we need to like I thought I was crazy for the longest time I really thought I was crazy and then I think I read the book from Alisa Pitti and I was just like um I was like oh I'm a different person every week I said that's why I never understand because I'm always you know in my ovulating week I can't like I make all these appointments for one or two weeks later and two weeks later I don't want to see anyone so I was (laughs) so confused it's like this explains everything and I think we it's an education piece for women that we need to learn more about ourselves. I think it's also something that men need to learn about because they also need to understand, you know, what's going on. And it's, um, yeah, something that's, we all should talk about more. And what book is this that you said you read? I think it's called like her company's called flow living. If I say it correctly. Okay. I'm going to look this up. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. She's great. She is absolutely fantastic. Um, okay. So when did you start your business? Because there are a lot of, you know, it's a very saturated space. Yeah. So how do you think, or why do you think that you were able to break, break through all of that? Because yeah. obviously, you know, you said, you know, the quality of your product is really superior. Um, but I would argue there's a, quite a few, you know, companies out there that also really value quality. So I would say it probably wouldn't necessarily just be the quality. Like why, why do you think you were able to break through? Was it just timing? Uh, and just on yeah. the entrepreneurial side of things. So we started nine years ago. So okay. I think nine years ago was it was different. Yeah. Um, when we st- so we started also in Europe, very different ah. also. Uh, so when we started, um, we didn't actually start because we felt like oh, there's such a big gap in the market, blah blah blah. Like we were totally not like this. Um, we were just like 
we're very passionate. We're going to have a certified organic room and we mix everything by hand, went to farmer's market, like super funny, actually. Anyways, what was interesting in Europe is that we, right, trying to sell superfood powders to people and telling them why they needed them, blah, blah, blah. They didn't even have a blender at home in Germany most of the time. They didn't even know what a smoothie was. And there we come with this great superfood powder that you can add to your smoothie. Yes, to your latte and other things too, but, you know, also smoothies. And they're just like, huh? Huh? Like right back, right back. And we then saw that 10% of our orders were coming from the US. So we actually then entered to the US market beginning to 18. And um, I think, yes, there were companies, right? Like um, I'm blanking right now, but like the the all Naturas and the, the other WeTrust company, but the, the more old school ones basically were mostly in the market in retail. Um, we were mostly online D2C company. So I think that was our strength um, because we were also be able to reach people who didn't have a Whole Foods around the corner. So actually a, a core audience was actually people in, you know, just also middle America, people who didn't have juice bars next door. And I think the other pieces that Michael me have always been very much like, hey, we don't know everything, right? But we're just showing you what we what we learned on our journey and we're sharing it with you. And I think that is the beauty of online because she can teach, right? So yes, it's a product, but at the same time, it always has been around like, how can we help them? How can we teach them some of the things? Um, and kind of just be their health buddy and holding their hands, really. Um, and online is fantastic for that. So I think by leading with our story and just being very personal, um, that is really what helped us like skill in the early days. And I still think that is important i i don't have a tendency to look left and right obviously i know there are like a lot more brands and i think you know it's great in a way because it's we all need more of these products i just hope everyone does it also with heart because i don't think it should only be like money making trying to get the cheapest ingredients blah 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 but like just just do it to help people i think that's just like the one thing and then there are enough people who need help i think they're we're at this turning point in a way where people understand, right, that what I eat is actually affecting my health. 10 years ago, we still needed to have that discussion, right? Not everyone was like, yeah, of course it matters what I eat for my health. But like, I feel like that kind of landed with everyone. Right. And now it's like, okay, now knowing that it's like, what do I do next? And I think that's the piece, like if people are at that point, I like, I love stepping in and kind of helping them there. Yeah. And and this is, it's easy. Yeah, superfoods are a super easy way of adding more. I think we all know we need to eat more greens. Um, right. We need to eat more fruit and vegetables. Uh, as a fact, nine out of 10 people don't eat enough of them every single day. Wow. And we're talking about the minimum, like the minimum amount, right? Recommended. Um, so we all need more. And I think also we all live um, more toxic lives, right? There's a lot more toxins around us, unless especially if we yeah. live you know, in New York. Uh, there's a lot of stress. Uh, we're doing 10 times more than we used to. So we actually all need more while there's actually less nutrients in the soil and the foods we eat nowadays. Right. So That's I so think true. I think there is just something of like, hey, we all need something extra. And um, there is just like, it really matters what we eat, right? I always like to remind people, we are what we eat. Um, every three months, you have a new liver. Every seven to 10 years, all the cells in your body are actually renewed. Um, which we forget, but it's like, well, where are they renewed from? It's like, it's what you're eating. Wow. That's so interesting because 
and and I talk about it a lot on this podcast because disease and all of the, the it it shows up you know uh, later in the stuff that comes in usually later in life right it it, it happens it starts in your your 20s and in your 30s and how we take care of ourselves yeah. and and then you know these things that show up in our 50s and 60s it's like it the work is done earlier on you know yeah. and it doesn't mean you can't turn things around um by always by the way our body our body is so miraculous right yeah. if you think and if you think about how you know like sometimes we treat our bodies and it's still able to just stay alive and function it's like it's actually incredible and um I love that you focus even on meditation, right? Because it's food is one pillar of health, right? Right, But also your mental health, um, the water you drink, your relationships in your life. Like, do you like your job? Yes or no? There's so many different pillars of life that like need to be taken care of. Let's talk um, about those pillars because you talk a lot about those pillars uh, <laughs> in your, it's in your book, right? Um, what do we call them? The three pillars of superfood eating. Is that what we're talking about? No, not those. These are just different pillars, but <laughs> okay. While we can we're on talk it, about, we can talk about, yeah, let's drink water. Um, no, I think what you mentioned is really the, the pillars also of eating, right? So like I'll mention a couple of things that I always like to call out. Um, if you eat something, I always give people the tip of like, if you turn around the package, kind of skip the table, but look at the ingredient list. Like, what is it that you're actually eating? Um, do you know what those ingredients are? If not, I challenge you, just Google them and then make a conscious decision. Is it something that you want to actually put into your body? Yes or no? Um, because I think the the power is really in like, what are you actually putting into your body? Um, right? Where we talked about it is about like the whole food, fresh, you know, fresh fruit and veggies. And it's also about reducing kind of the things that are maybe not even real food and we shouldn't be ingesting. Right. Yeah, I was um on a kick during the pandemic of of eating. Um I would get the Costco uh like huge package because it lasted so long of the, like what are the, I don't remember what the brand name is, but the plant-based burgers. I have oh. to imagine that's absolute trash. I don't eat them anymore. Well, that's the thing. Read the ingredient list. Yeah, it probably isn't great. Right. It's, I think about- that that's the power. It's like if you learn to really just like check ingredient lists, it's like you like just do it even for a month with the things you normally eat and just start to understand that like, okay, what's actually in here? What about, um, I notice in a lot of these health products, if you will, um, they use monk fruit sweetener and a lot of these gums. Are those two things bad or are they okay? I personally don't eat them. You don't like um, either one? I So I don't like the taste of monk fruit. I also I don't I'm absolutely don't like the taste of stevia because I know a lot of people use that too. I don't. Um, stevia is always interesting because they're like yeah but it's just like this they always show me like it's this green little plant why would it matter and i'm just like it's like if you buy stevia either it's an extract or it's like this really highly processed white very fluffy powder and it has this weird aftertaste and i'm just like i just don't think this is good for anything um so i'm i'm more on the side of like if you want something sweet eat fruit eat like a date and blend your date in something, but just have the real thing. Um, because I think that is just way more, you know, like then your body has it, like it's, it's tasting it, it's actually having the sugars, it will figure out what to do with it. And not all sugar is the same, right? If you eat a date, it still has a ton of vitamins and minerals. It has fiber, like all those things. It's like same as fruit, right? It's packaged in this little, you know, very abundant package really. 
Or if you see like, you don't tell me that the sugar in an apple is the same as a white sugar that is highly processed. Those are two completely different things. And we shouldn't be talking just about sugar at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. So I think, and that's, then it helps to say, okay, what is the ingredient list? Because your ingredient list will say if it's an apple in there or whether it's some, you know, fructose corn syrup. I don't know what else. There's like so many different names for, for sweeteners. Oh my gosh. There's so many things to think about, like, but reading the ingredients, you know, is, is, uh, highly necessary. Um, so what is it like in your world? You know, you are a mom. Yeah. So your husband is obviously your partner. He's also the dad and he's also your business partner. So how are you, how do you guys balance, you know, working together and, you know, keeping and maintaining, you know, a healthy relationship? Uh, cause I'm assuming that can't be easy. (laughs) It's a great question. Um, I think it's something that a, we, do this because we like to spend time together clearly because (laughs) right in a relationship but we also enjoy working together um i mean we ran a business for nine years together i think it's something that with anything your advantages and disadvantages i think the advantages are we know each other so well we have a very direct communication style both of us being european um right so everything gets kind of just thrown out um i think we are uh in a way, like, you know, we're each other's bigger supporters, but then at the same time, also like the, are each other's biggest critics, right? Which someone else yeah. said, oh, I probably should tell them, but I don't know. I'm like, okay, this really sucks, dude. Like you have to do this. Um, so I think it, we really helped each other grow. And I think it just always really worked for us. And um, on the relationship side, it's something you just have to continue to create space for. I think I don't want to, like, we have an eight month year old baby. So I don't want to talk about, oh, I figured the part out relationship, kids work. That's like another layer. Um, but I know we're going to f- figure it out. And I think what I've heard from parents often, right? Like if you become parents, the relationship becomes more functional. I sometimes feel like we had that already a little bit in the business, right? Because the the work work is is a little bit more functional where you know like you also have your love relationship and i think it's you know creating space for it all and you're going to go for phases and i think mm-hmm. that's just something you just keep working on it you keep like communicating um keep working on yourself right i think that's another piece too i think the more you work on yourself partner works on himself like that's always helpful for relationships as well yeah I think that's right. And I agree about the going through phases bit for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's normal. And it's also as people, you also go through phases, right? Like is it on a personal level too? And um, I think there's also a beauty to that. Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay. Well, one last question I will ask you is what is the best piece of advice that you would give your younger self? Ooh, um, I think especially reflecting on the past nine years is to actually just really enjoy the ride. Um, because I think we, there's a tendency, I think, especially in our twenties where you get so excited and everything needs to happen now. And, um, you just kind of just do more and more and more and more. And you just kind of forget to enjoy what you're actually right. Everything you're experiencing. Um, and to realize you have time, right. We all have time. We have so much time. And if you don't rush and just like, just do your thing. You're actually not going to be slower, uh, but you're going to enjoy it more and just be more present in everything that's happening. And um, I think that can bring so much more joy, even to your work and to your life um, in in any aspect. 
That's a great answer. Thank you so much for being on. It was so lovely to have you and I learned so much. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you for having me. That is a wrap on today's episode. Um, I learned so much from Crystal. Definitely go out and get her new cookbook, uh, Your Super Life. And uh, just so interesting hearing more on her story and why they created what they created and and just learn so much about how incorporating superfoods can be quite simple if we allow it to be. Um, And so you can follow her on Instagram. They have an Instagram account together, which is at Crystal and Michael. And she spells it K-R-I-S-T-E-L and Michael on Instagram. You can also follow their superfood page, which is at your superfoods. If you want to learn more about recipes um, and how to potentially incorporate plant-based eating into your life or you know just eat more superfoods to live more healthy and abundantly so that's a wrap uh also follow us on instagram at victoria brown at very best self make sure you subscribe leave us five stars write a review and share this episode with someone you love um so we can get this podcast to grow uh thank you so much we truly appreciate you and i'll see you next week 